Hello. Oh, hello. Why are you seem so exhausted? <laughs> Welcome just, to the recap. I wasn't sure if you're gonna do your little your little uh, accent. I always do the fucking voice. We I have know, to do that. I know. I, I'm just like maybe one day you won't. You know. I you know I'm just hopeful. You know, I'm gonna, one day I'm gonna throw it in there. Just my regular I'm, voice. It probably make me sad. Oh, see, there you go. I know. People always come to me. They're like, "Hello." No, do they? Yeah. Oh, come on, good buddy. for you. Good for you. Um. So today we had a lovely, lovely guest in the house, Mr. Yeah. Initial Kumar. Yeah, that, that sounds right. I think that's his last name. Like that that boy was well spoken, intelligent, smart, driven, hot, entrepreneur, Great attractive, body. sick rack. athlete, all that good stuff. <laughs> and we talked about like hangover cures. He has his product, No Days Wasted, DHM Detox Recovery Blend. Such a sick fucking product. I think we learned so much about yeah. the art of hangovers. And the best part for me is that he dumbed it down. For idiots like us to understand. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Lord knows mm-hmm. if he kept on using those big words, we would have been like, uh-huh, yeah, okay, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he brought it to a base level that we understood. And I think if we understood it, our listeners will understand. Absolutely, guys. Yeah. Go give this fucking episode a listen. Yeah, and, and uh, fucking give it a try, too, because we're yeah. going to try it out today. So we're going to report back on our next episode how we felt tomorrow, which will be five days ago from when you listen to oh this episode. God. That's math. I can't keep up. I know. Anyways, uh, go listen. Yeah, enjoy. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. Uh, it's Nishal here. I'm here to tell you about No Days Wasted, so you can maximize all of life's moments and wake up feeling great after having a few drinks. Uh, everybody hates that shitty next day feeling, that anxiety, the brain fog, the nausea. And you know what? It's time to say goodbye to that. So I want to tell you about DHM Detox. It's essentially a vitamin for when you drink, and it helps break down the toxic byproducts of alcohol during your evening so you can wake up feeling fresh. All you have to do is take the packets out with you. They're easy, uh, convenient to share with your friends, family, or whoever you're going out with. And you take them while you're drinking, after your first few drinks, and they go to work. It's all based on science, based on the backbone of DHM, which is a plant extract that's been used in Asia for centuries. So give it a try. Go to nodayswasted.co. Use the code PNC for 20% off. That's right, guys. PNC for 20% off. And we got you. All right. Here we go. Hello, and welcome back to a brand new episode of PNC Akio. Remember that post nut clarity, baby. Post nut clarity, baby. Season two, episode 22. 20. 20. That's close. One day you'll get it. I'll get it one, one day. day. Yeah, actually, I think you got it once. One, that one time, right? One out of 90 isn't bad. There we go. It's like, it's like a, my, a little over 1%. It's like my fucking track record and everything. That's not good. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, today in the studio, we have a lovely, lovely little guest. Um, Nish, do you want to say hello? How's it going, guys? Thanks for having me. <laughs> thanks, thanks for coming. Welcome to the studio. We have a, we've kind of done a little reno here. We have some nice artwork from uh, nostalgic m- music genres and the couch. We have a couch, which is great. Yeah, oh, thank God we're on the floor anymore. Never on the floor. We bro. made it out the gutter. Don't buddy. make it seem like we're in the hood here. Okay, we're good. <laughs> I love the art, man. Big Stevie Wonder guy, and uh, yeah, it's a, yeah, I like the way it's like this. Like it feels like a picture, but it's like so clear. It is it's really like, fucking clear. It's like eight D. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I'm not good. complaining about eight Ds. Yeah, and the, let me tell you that. The contrasting brick on the other side is yeah. Good. It really emphasizes the ambiance of the room, right? I was trying to get into a interior. Yeah, yeah. Decorating. I think they got that. <laughs> Thank you. Anywho, um. Guys, I saw some, 
like I've been traveling for the last like, couple weeks and um, I love Vancouver. I'm from here. I'm Canadian. I love being Canadian. Yeah. However, you really kind of notice some things that are really specific to Vancouver, including this. Like on the way to the studio, there's a guy around the corner and we're in Yale Town for those that are listening. A pretty kind of affluent neighborhood, right? <laughs> you would say. It's, it's not like, it's oh, not the hood. It's not fucking grungy. Yeah. There's a motherfucker freebasing right around the corner. What does freebasing mean? Like smoking a crack pipe. Yeah, I saw that. Oh. You see that guy? Yeah, I was like, oh. And he's okay. just chilling. Like, like, no, like right in front like of the It's like 4 o'clock, man. It's 4 o'clock. Right where the valet to Blue Water is. On, wow. On Hamilton. You never think that. Just premium just restaurant. Chill. One of the best restaurants yeah. in the city. Right? <laughs> just smoking crack. The crack that's out of it. Yeah. It was, cr- it was, and he was like, like, he didn't look like he was cracked out yet, but he was like chilling. Uh, His pipe was clearly kid. used. So when I I came probably a few minutes after you, he was at that he, point. He was he yeah, reached he, his climax. He was like, yeah, he was where he wanted to be. I think. Uh-huh. You know what? For him. This is gonna be controversial, but this is what I do. I kind of that. It seems like a good feeling, like when these guys get that, that. Even even like heroin is like. Ugh. I mean, I don't think I have an addictive personality. And I, there's another doctor. I forget Carl something who openly does heroin and really other shit. And and he says yeah. it's great. He was on Rogan's podcast. Yeah, exactly. I don't really trust him. Yeah, <laughs> it does seem well, a little really suspect. Want your doctor doing crack. I don't know yeah. or heroin. I mean, it's interesting. I listen to some of it. and I'm like, I can't, I can't fuck with that. Yeah, but I mean, it was, it was very profound to hear because yeah. you never hear a person in that position. Yeah, with that much authority in a medical setting. Yeah, is he like a physician? He's a physician, and he does heroin. Like he's yeah. like a like a he's a professor too, right? At like Princeton or. Some Ivy League school or something like that, no? And is he like... Does he still hold those positions? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Maybe not anymore. Yeah. Is he a retired doctor? I don't know. I and think is he's he still like, practicing. Is his life like lost to the heroin? Or is no, he like he's very articulate. Adult? He's very smart. Like, well-spoken. He, he, he doesn't do crack every day or heroin, whatever oh, it is. Okay, okay. He he's just has done it and he does it microdose or whatever. I think he's recreational for a lot he of like really hard heroin. drugs. But... Listen, I'm going to be like, have you not seen those movies where the crackheads and they get in that like, they get in that weird like space where it looks euphoric, like they're almost like they're coming. I mean, that's why they keep chasing it, though. Yeah. That's why they're back doing it again. That's why they give up everything and sacrifice everything and do that. Well, let me ask you then, if there was no stigma, there was no risk of addiction and you could feel that feeling by like, like, I guess maybe when you get morphine at the hospital and you have that clicker. Like if you could just have that feeling just to experience it with any, without any negative re- repercussions, would you? Would you? Would you experiment? Would you try it? Who would say no to that? No. Well, well, I'm, oh, I'm okay. Okay. So, so All right. Let's hear this, why. This, I'm a complete delayed gratification person. Okay. Oh my god, you edge a lot, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I can you tell out of control. From your eyes already. I mean, not to say I don't um, enjoy instant gratification, yeah. but most of my life. Is is focused around delayed gratification. So like from business and chasing anything, it's like okay, I'm not going to go to the gym and hope for results instantly, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah. that's far-fetched and it's not going to happen. So okay. I kind of set the expectation in my own head. It's like, okay, well, a lot of the good things that I want will take time and they're not easy and they're and, and I got to put the work in for them. Is that so, an ideology you grew up with or did you kind of came to a point in your life where you're like, holy shit, like this is better and like you need to get into this mindset? Yeah, you know what? Okay, so I come from sort of a basketball background. Okay. I played basketball my whole life and it's just like a pedigree of guys like, the best players would work the hardest mm-hmm, right. when they work the most and they spend the most hours in the gym. So getting those shots up, getting those reps in um, with drills, uh, you know, getting your conditioning going, everything. It's like who's putting in the most time. Right. Because with that, with sport like that, um, you know, it's critical. 
that's how you separate yourselves, right? Yeah, hundred um, percent. So that's that's the foundation of it. You know, I I respect that answer. I really don't have anything to say to that except <laughs> except. <laughs> oh, here it comes. I know we just met. You don't have to answer this question, but I'm going to ask it. I, have you ever had a one night stand? Yeah. Instant gratification. <laughs> yeah, but how? that's different. For <laughs> the reason the reason I ask is because. Like, I think most people enjoy that the chase of a woman or a partner or a man or whatever it is. Like, that chase, that back and forth. You don't want someone to, to come too easy and fall in your lap and be a yes man, yes woman, blah, 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 blah. However, there is something to be said and then value in having a one-night stand that's just, it is what it is. It's just for instant me. gratification, getting off, two pump boom, chunk. boom, see you later. Nice nice to meet you. Yeah. See you at the Roxy in a couple months. To- totally, totally. I mean... Yeah, I think uh, I think there's there's spots for that in your yeah. life for sure. Um, and you know what? But maybe with those nights, you're still working like in the in the context of the night. Yeah, um, you're still putting the work in during the mm-hmm. night to yeah. to achieve that goal. Well, right? I mean, listen, you, we don't have cameras here yet. We eventually will, but he's a very attractive man, a tall guy. <laughs> very, very. I'm sure you've had one night stands. Well. That's why I first followed you on Instagram. No, I'm gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying I'm sure he's had one night stands where. The work really, it wasn't much work. It, like, you know, I mean, you're an athlete, all this shit. I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah. It just. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's all coming to my, why I'm coming back to is, so you wouldn't try heroin? I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. Okay. My mom, uh, one of the reasons my mom wouldn't be happy. I'm a yeah. mama's boy too. So oh, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> if your mom doesn't want you doing heroin, you don't do heroin. Right. That's good. Please. Mom. <laughs> Thank um, God you have her in your life. <laughs> another question. Have you guys seen this fucking shit on social media? Fly, Soldier, and four, Red 4X? No. You haven't seen these guys? They're like, they're like young kids, white kids, suburban kids, but they're like super, like all tattooed face, all these grills, and they have this song called Island Boy, Island Boy. It's a weird, I bet you, and I bet you in the next, no. I bet you in the next week, <laughs> that shit, you'll, you'll, have know, you'll know who they are, and you'll know that song, and it'll, they'll probably get a fucking contract because is they, it a good song fuck no it's what i just said is how it sounds but maybe what i did was a bit better jeez i was but, gonna say you're yeah i think you're you know, elevating it. them a little bit with that but you, have you heard you, it well i, I scrolled past something that was on barstool yesterday yeah exactly and, and they're like shouldn't give them don't give them any attention no. yet he was giving them attention yeah, exactly so I was like who are these fools but, but they're gonna be like i think that's no, I'm not sure how old you are, but I think Nolan's generation and even younger are going to be all vibing with his shit and, and giving them a platform and an opportunity to actually become famous. Yeah, that's going to be a TikTok thing I for sure. And it's it was like <laughs> you should like you got to watch it when you have a spare moment just to like it's like watching a car accident. You're like, what am I watching and why it's am I still motion. watching it car and why am I even talking so about good. it? It's, it's weird. So good. Like what we like how human beings are entertained these days. Is getting like declining by the second. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like you can become. I think your buddy Kim K. I blame her. She was like my the, buddy. Yeah, your buddy. She was like the first influencer she who just, he loves to blame everything on Kim Kardashian. And I'm like, why? I I just blame you, social are you media. Personal friends. Yeah. Oh, she's nice. a good homie of mine. Yeah, he did, he DMs her all the time and like we talk. <laughs> she I, flies me out there and there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there. He was like, he was on New York for her SNL skit. Yeah. It was great. That was so good. I it dressed her. Wonderful. Absolutely. Wonderful. You did a great job. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. That's a good. I mean, I give her credit. It was a good show. Did you watch that episode? With I, saw, I saw some of the highlights, a couple yeah. minutes of it. Um, yeah. I was impressed. Was she, wasn't she wearing that pink thing? She was like 
Spanks or whatever. A pink, pink like a balloon. She almost looked like. I don't know. Oh. Am I talking about the right thing? I don't know. Probably not. So know. many skits on there. Yeah. I'll probably uh, zip it. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> and it goes to show you, like, she's like did a great job on SNL, which is a highly regarded show. Lots of good actors come out of there. Like, and she was uh, she was like any like a regular human, and then got social media famous before social media was a thing. And what I'm trying to say is that anyone can really hit that level of fame if you just have the right circumstances, you know? Yeah. Like she's, I don't think she's, like, uber talented. I don't think she's, like, you know, like Picasso or, you know, Einstein or anything. She's just a regular human who... I'm not going to get into this conversation. We've had this conversation too many times. I'm done so you think me. she's a superhuman? So you think... I think she's talented at what she does. Yeah, oh, I, know, I'm, I agree. Creating yeah, what she does. But I'm saying if social media wasn't a thing, do you think she would be famous? Like you think it should be a doctor or Probably like a not. famous doctor or a fucking playing the WNBA? Or should a be a lawyer. lawyer. Yeah, that's not fame. That's not, no, how many lawyers are in the world? Yeah, but not every lawyer is famous. That's what I'm saying. Like she, she got famous because because the platform. Yeah, and timing and shit like that. I don't. She's talented at what she does. I don't. That's different than saying she's talented. Just like here. Here's another thing I thought about. Niche. I also get super baked all the time and have random thoughts and okay. I write them down and talk to Nolan about them okay, and he makes it. fun of me. So. I thought, you know, I want to, sp- when I have this kids, last night. yeah, I don't have kids yet, but when I do have kids, I want to spend all the time that I can with my kids, mm-hmm. but I do not want to spend all of my time with my kids. Does that make sense? What? Yes. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. I want to spend all the time that I can. You're going to prioritize them, but you're mm. not going like, to spend every single second. Everything. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. 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 So Thank you. It's, it's nice. Yeah, it's yeah, nice yeah. being in the studio with an adult that understands <laughs> my references. Oh my God. I'm sorry you guys are both so old. That no, you, you, you articulated that very well. So that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no one over here, I go, everything goes over his head. It's like, if I'm not talking it's about TikTok or something. pretty. You know what? It makes for a good dynamic between you two. Yeah, it's like a yin and yang. He loves like you look like the fucking stupid idiot. I'm not doing that. You're doing that yourself. I don't know. I don't know about that. Anyways, back to Nish, our beautiful guest Yeah, let's talk about this. Yeah. No Days Wasted. Fucking brilliant name. Thank you. Loved it. Because it's such a, it's a great model. Like, you, our time is limited on this earth, so you don't want to waste a day. And I've wasted, I don't know how many days being fucking hung the fuck over. Mm-hmm. And Nishwin, tell us about, more about your product. Yeah. Um, well, essentially, No Days Wasted and this hero product, DHM Detox, um, it, uh, it started off as a little science project for myself. Wow. So I have a background in science, went to UBC. Um, What's your bio or your major? Well, I started off in biology and chemistry, going down the sort of pre-med yeah. uh, route. And then I realized I like a little bit of balance in my life, play basketball, socializing. I was in a fraternity, you know, um, didn't have every minute, every day to put to schoolwork. Mm-hmm. So as a result, um, I, I, I didn't pursue medicine but always had the interest in science and being able to create um, solutions for problems that are applicable to people using right. that foundation. Uh, so essentially I ended up getting a degree in geophysics and commerce wow. um, and yes, shifted gears. I wanted to do something in science that was applied, but I realized the pro- job prospects in chemistry and biology were like more lab oriented things. And I was like, it's funny. It's pretty dry. That's mm-hmm. the same thing for me. I started off biology, switched to UBC to do, um, <laughs> I was an LFS, so applied animal biology. Okay. And then now I want to shift gears to like more commerce and that kind of stuff. Cool. Cool. Wow. I think, I think it's interesting though. I think science, I think a lot of people can do business without studying business per se, maybe mm-hmm. getting a commerce minor or something of the sort, because 
you can just kind of toss yourself into something. Yeah, right? 100%. Like, how do we solve a problem that a lot of people are experiencing? Yeah. Even if it doesn't turn into something, you're, you're, you're putting yourself in a position to learn and grow. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, but this product and this brand came from me solving that problem for myself. A few years after university, um, I started getting the worst hangovers in the world. Really, like nausea for me was the worst part of it. Right. And so I'd wake, I'd have a few drinks. It'd be like during the week and it's, you know, catching up with a friend, um, whatever, going out for a couple of beers. And then I wake up the next morning, just like, just feeling awful. Yeah. So I wanted to figure this out and I'm like, okay, well, let's really dive deep into the science or let's not drink at all. Right. So I tried the not drink at all <laughs> thing. I'd go to like things at clubs, at parties or whatever. And I was like, wow, this is boring. It sucks. Yeah. This is boring. Like I got to go. Like I'm yawning. I'm tired. Cause like, yeah, it's yeah a, I'm not having any fun. Which is interesting in itself. Like that we, like we need the social lubricant to have to, a good time in the club. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we're having a great time right now. We don't need it, but yeah, but like, but if you're in that atmosphere, if you're yeah. in a nightclub, yeah. sober or not, you know what I mean? It's like, you start what do you do with your I've, hands? I've it's been weird. there. I've been there. You start yawning. You feel tired. It's like I'm gonna go home. Yeah, like, like you, if you, you go can to the do gym it for like not an work hour out. or two, but then if you're trying to like, I don't know, not put in a shift, but interact, like be with your group of friends that you yeah. came with, like you know, yeah, enjoy yeah. the whole evening. Then, then it's like, all right, this is a little weird. Yeah. On different right. levels. You're on different wavelengths. You're speaking different languages. It's such an energy literally. investment of energy. I feel like a hundred percent. It's like, yeah. I think it's like going to the gym and not working out and just like walking around there. Oh, this is treadmill looks good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mostly inspecting the equipment and like picking yeah. up one thing yeah. here or there. <laughs> you're probably going to be like, okay, I'm good. That's what you're doing in a club, expecting equipment. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Valid. Touché. Touché. Um, so yeah, I dove deep in the science of, of hangovers. And what I learned was, uh, that, well, there's a big misconception. Mm -hmm. So everyone thinks it's just dehydration and the replenishment of, of key vitamins. Um, and that's a part, part of it. That's 20% of the picture. But the big issue that's not addressed is mm -hmm. that buildup of alcohol's toxic byproduct, which is called acetaldehyde. So you know how they say like, okay, every hour you drink, um, you know, one drink's broken down. Well, what's that one drink broken down into? It's broken down into that poison, which is 20 to 30 times more toxic than alcohol itself. So that's what's building up in your system. And to say you have eight drinks in a night, well, over eight hours, that's this poison is building up and it reaches peak levels in the morning, the next morning when you wake up. That's why you feel the nausea and the sickness then, mm -hmm. not the night before. Oh. So it's like, how do you break down this toxin before you wake up the next morning? Mm -hmm. That was the problem. We're like, okay, we're going like, this is where the science really comes in. Really right. comes in. I'm like, this is a first principles problem. Solve it at its most, uh, at its core, at its, you know, at find baseline. the simplest problem to solve yeah. and solve that. Rather than saying, oh, how are we gonna solve this really challenging problem? Mm -hmm. Make it simple, make yeah. it as easy as possible. So we looked at that, it's like, okay, we gotta break these toxins down during your evening. We need something, a natural solution. Well, what's breaking down those toxins? It's your liver enzymes. Well, why aren't the liver enzymes breaking them down on time? Right. Well, they perform poorly based on what a human being consumes in terms of, you know, the volume of alcohol, yeah. even a couple drinks, right? Uh, your liver enzymes have a, uh, have a tough time with. So, okay, well, how do we boost the effectiveness of those enzymes? That's where it came down to. And we came across some, I really came across some ingredients that made a lot of sense. Um, and that was what they do. So it's built on the backbone of something called DHM. DHM has been used in Asia for centuries. Uh, what they actually used to do is take this plant and, and steep it into a tea at the end of the night after drinking and drink the tea, wake up feeling good the next day. When was this? Yeah. When did this happen? Was like centuries, really? centuries ago in Asia. Yeah, in Asia. Okay, in cool. Asia. Yeah. So, what, what does it sound for? Uh, dihydromyricetin, wow. and it comes from two different plants, but one of them is is 
essentially um, the Japanese raisin tree, and it's revered as and known as the tree of gods. So it's just got such great. Because it cures your hangover. It's yeah. godly. Yeah, exactly. But also has other great properties. So it's like one of the most powerful antioxidants there are out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really the foundation of it. And then we built around that with other key ingredients, anti-inflammatories, liver protectants, like milk thistle, prickly pear, right. L-cysteine. Um, and then we, we tackled all phases of the hangover. Um, so the sort of the, the build up of the toxins, but also then the anxiety uh, the next day and that, you know, that, yeah. that anxious feeling the next day. Yeah. So that's a totally sep- separate pathway than the toxins. That actually yeah. has to do with like um, <clears throat> essentially alcohol being a depressant. So DHM actually binds the receptor site and fights off alcohol for that receptor site in your brain. Wow. Um, to ensure alcohol, in short, ensure alcohol acts as less of a depressant. Right. Um, so what happens is you're drinking, you're boozing, and alcohol binds the GABA-A receptor site in your brain, and it says, okay, we're going to stop producing this stimu- natural stimulant that our body, our brain's always producing called glutamate. Glutamate just keeps us feeling good. Um, but the thing is, your, your brain is then like, okay, well, when the booze wears off, your brain's like, oh, shoot, we haven't been pr- producing glutamate this whole time, this natural stimulant. So they pump, your brain pumps it out in excess when you're sleeping. That's why you wake up at like 5 a.m., like freaking out, mm-hmm. anxious, overtired. Um, it's because of that glutamate rebound. So what happens is if you block alcohol from hitting that receptor site, then that whole thing doesn't happen. Um, and you wake up and you sleep through the night better. So that's one of the key benefits of the product too. Yo, congratulations! Are you, are you, is this a public company or <laughs> you need some investors or what? Um, Straight up, I have a question about science. You seem like a well-spoken science guy. Why <clears throat> are all the science names so fucking difficult? Like, why is like what is this called? Dihydromyricidin. Yeah, like who makes that up? Why can't it be called like dilly dally do? Our fucking, and then you said based on the structure, like glutamine, and then there's glutathione. Well, you gotta glutamine. take it seriously. Like, if it was dilly dally do, you would be taking that seriously. <laughs> would you? But I, I remember <laughs> not, I'm reading this book right now called um, uh, Gut Health Hacks or something like that. Have you okay. heard of it? Anyway, it's like talking about all these words that I'm like, I'm reading them and I'm kind of understanding them, but I can, I can for the life of me tell you what it is. Like, I glutathione is the only one in the first 300 pages that I remember, fair. and so I bought that. Fair. No, that's totally fair. Um. Yeah, it's not. They're not memorable, right? They're, yeah, but you know, you were rattling them off like. It's funny because this is like my day job. This is my twenty, not just day job. It's my life job kind of thing, right? So, it's funny because I feel like these words are so long because they're meant for like, if you look, if you break up these words, they're put together to tell you what they mean. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like glutathione. Like you have glue, glue, and then you have you have glue. Well, you have the you have the beginning part, which is glue, which is like. You know, glucose, whatever the fuck, <laughs> shit. And then it's, I don't know. But you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, Is that they're broke. It's These words are so long and yeah. complicated because they're broken up. Because they have the, the roots yeah. in them, right? That's and like English. that comes from like Latin. Yeah, exactly. It is, it is. So it's, so it's. I guess we got to talk to people. You Who know, invented the, language. Yeah, like Latin, you know? Yeah. Why, why are some of these roots so weird? And then they just combine a bunch of... Um, they'll add function to like a root word. Yeah, like and a then, prefix and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, and some sort of crazy descriptor, yeah. But these words, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I just like I when people talk these science words, I'm like, I don't get it. That's fair. I feel like a dummy. But I see there's two packages here. So is one for like if you forget, like are you how how do they work? Like you take it before you drink, yes. after you drink, during exactly. drinking. So the idea is actually both those packages are the same thing. Okay. 
um, I know maybe a little confusing, but we're consolidating the branding just to one packet. Um, so it's one color and there's no confusion over day or night kind of thing. Yeah. Right. But the idea is um, you take them while you're drinking. Booze has to be in your system. So the idea, okay. so uh, if you take them before, you'll just digest the yeah. antioxidants. And great, you'll have the, no harm, the benefit. No, no harm, yeah. nothing. Um, but if you're taking it during, then what's happening is as those toxins are building up, and you're boosting the effectiveness of your liver enzymes that then break them down. So it's kind of happening in the right sequence that mm -hmm. it needs to. If you take it too late, then, um, well. You like miss the window? Once you can miss the window. So next day is not advised at okay. all because it will do nothing for you. When gotcha. do you think is the optimal time to take it? What my rule of thumb is personally is I will take my first capsule and one capsule per three to four drinks. Take my first one when I get a little bit buzzed. So after my first couple. Okay. And then I'll take my second one in one. I'm a little more buzzed. So, so after my, you know, when I'm like five or six. So two is your, two is like a, a dose that you need. Yeah, exactly. So your, your average night, you take one packet, which is two capsules. Gotcha. Bigger night, uh, double up and take another full packet before bed. No, that was his routine. There was like my MDMA schedule at festivals. <laughs> like first cap after a few drinks, a little buzz. And then it's the same thing. When I'm blacked out, <laughs> I can pop another one. Why not? That's, I, mean, I can, that all I'm you saying reach is home. I can make this routine happen because I'm familiar with it. I like it. I like <laughs> it. caps. I'm going to try this tonight because I'm going to have a few bevies. I love it. Yeah. So, so one thing to also know that's really important, food there's a lot of other factors at play here. Yeah, of course. So just having a good baseline understanding of where all these chemical reactions and, and things are happening is important. So food is critical. Um, if you don't eat anything, you're drinking on an empty stomach, you're, you're fucked. So food absolutely. before you drink. Exactly. So the, because what happens is when you're drinking um, the booze, okay, well, the enzymes get start, uh, they start getting released in your stomach mm -hmm. and you need the food to hold the booze in place mm -hmm. for, the, for that booze to start being broken down. Right. properly if not just passes right through you and you just you're punching your liver mm. okay okay so you know just not like don't fucking go for an all-you-can-eat buffet but yeah, just eat like a, like a normal human like you would yeah. do it any other day yeah any other day just don't go in with an empty stomach okay right. um so like getting a, a red hot burrito at 7-eleven at 2 30 in the morning ain't gonna work <laughs> it's a little too late damn it <laughs> That's my you thing. can do that just just for you know your own yeah my craving. own for your own yeah, cravings yeah, yeah. Own habits yeah. yeah okay okay <laughs> Eat we dinner. don't judge. <laughs> no days wasted. <laughs> okay. Any other? So what else? You guys? So you have to eat before you drink. What about water? Do you should be hydrated? Yeah, I would be drinking like you know a glass of water um, periodically through your night, right? Because okay. there's two things that aren't in those capsules. I couldn't fit them in there. Is water and sleep. Yeah, that's fair. So, Makes sense. Yeah. So I see the logic. Drink a little bit of water. It's a good way to take the capsules down. You can also take it down with your drink. But you can put a little roofie in there. Make sure they do sleep. No, man. That was funnier in my head. That was funnier in your head. Yeah, yeah. You get canceled, bro. Okay, I'll tell you a funny story. Back when I started, when I was starting to do the research and we're creating the product. How long ago was this? So did a crowdfunding campaign in the spring to summer of 2017. Okay. Um, so, wow, it's a long time ago. Like five years yeah, ago. Four and, and a half, half years, years ago. ago. Wow, time yeah, flies see, when you're having fun. Like the scientist knows math. You, not so much. <laughs> like 17 years ago. Like, mom, dude. I said five. You guys said four and a half. Yeah. He's just rounding. I'm just rounding. There we go. Anyways, let's turn the attention back to him. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. Okay, I'm losing focus. Um, yeah, so I would... Uh, we were kind of testing, messing around with the formulation a little bit, and we didn't have it packaged so eloquently at the time. Mm -hmm. um, and we we're, you know, packing capsules ourselves or getting them done in small batches locally. And 
I didn't have packaging. I had bottles or like, you know, at the beginning, I would like put them in a little baggie or a tissue or something and I'd yeah. take them out with me, right? And then it's like, I'd be at the bar, I'd take one and then my friend's like, someone I didn't, hadn't seen in a while, maybe since university. They're like, oh, what are you up to now? I'm like, I'm like working on this. And I'm like, <laughs> show them that. They're like, uh, dude, what's, nice. what's wrong with you? Yeah. Like, you just fell off. What yeah. happened to you? No, I'm like, you used I'm to be like, in science. I'm like, trust me, trust me, no hangover. You'll be okay tomorrow. And so actually, a few people tried it. I'm like, you know what? You don't have, I'm not telling you to try anything, but I'm just telling you, like, this is what I'm taking and this is what I'm doing. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of science behind it and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, up right. to you. And up to you. Um, so it was, it was interesting. Uh, it's just like, you, nobody knows what a pill is, what kind of pill it is if it's not packaged. So Yeah, for um, sure. <laughs> if you're like parachuting a fucking random t- piece of tissue paper, it's like, okay. <laughs> the first time I ever parachuted something, so weird. What about the first time you hooped something? What's a hoop? You put up your bungee. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I hear, I hear. I've it's never like, even heard I, these terms before. I hear it's yeah. a lot more, um, <laughs> goes into your bloodstream a lot faster. Yeah. You mean I heard that? There was a girl who came into Hella Goodbye last week, and she told me how she did that. To like feel her, I don't know what the fuck she was. To put in her vagina? No, in her butt. Yeah. yeah like she Coke like, or something? I forget what it was. But Have you never heard of this, Mr. Something. Science? No. Uh, well, no, no. I know that, I know that, <coughs> um, yeah, yeah. You, you absorb things a lot quicker if you put up a, your, put them up, up the bungee. Yeah. Up the, up the up hooper. The exit. I'll let you guys finish my sentence. Yeah. It's no problem. Great. That's what we're here for. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but no, I was standing outside of Hell Goodbye and she's barking this at me and I'm like, you know this human? No. So she's like, random. And that's what that Guess her what intro. happened to my asshole And I was like oh Can I get inside Interesting. now It's a good Good opener <laughs> Yeah right? a good icebreaker It's like you're on yeah. a You're on a certain level When you talk about ass shit She's right like can I come bat. inside I'm like where do you want to come inside Hell goodbye or my ass Jeez <laughs> Weird stuff So water Food um, And you're in a good spot Is there anything like Does it make you feel like Like do you have Are there any other sensations Like if I just took this pill right now Would I like feel like more energy Would I feel Or decide just my body's just processing processing it and everything. Yeah, it's like quote. you know what? If you ate a handful of blueberries, yeah, how would you feel? Normal. You feel happy. What? <laughs> just because you had some blueberries, but but because they taste good, right? Oh, okay. So yeah. there's no taste in this. So you you just feel normal. Okay, but yeah. you don't get like that kind of like you know when you take some supplements, you get like like you know take a pre workout for example. There's that little like buzz or tingling. Tingling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's none of that. That's like from the BCAAs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Making you go all bananas. No, no, none of that. Um, it's pretty. Pretty mellow. It's pretty mellow. Like, yeah, no impact, really. Nice. So that's the thing. People will hit us up and be like, oh, can I just take this as a daily de- detox? I'm like... A daily detox? Yeah. I'm like, what are you, what's, what's going on in your life? But yeah. Anyways, <laughs> but okay. Like, but no, I mean, you'd get them. You won't really notice anything, yeah. right? The function really... Like, there's very few supplements that you get function from. Yeah. Um, and uh, so so definitely recommended while you're having a few drinks. Is there like is there like a recommended dosage you don't exceed like don't have more than twelve tablets a week kind of thing? Or no, not really. No, I mean like in okay, I'll give you context within my life. So if I have like a normal night, I'll take a packet. If I have a big night, I'll take two. If I have like a kind of a crazy night, Bender. I'll have three. Okay. Um, and I'm I'm you know drinking water and doing things, and we also have an electrolyte drink mix that I'll I'll get your guys away as well. That's the other twenty percent of the hangover picture. So this these toxins are eighty percent. The electrolytes are twenty percent, right? Okay, uh, but that's more for end of night into the next day. It's electrolytes like if it, if they're paired with sugar, is that like Gatorade or whatever? That's no good, right? Or not so as good or something? I always notice when I drink Gatorade, I get more hungover. Interesting. So like there, it hurts me. There's there's a lot of sh- the sugar in Gatorade in those kind of sports drinks is excessive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. A lot of the time, I mean, they're geared towards sports though, right? Because right. people are 
burning a lot of calories and the idea is they're going to continue to burn calories. They need some instant energy as well and whatnot. Um, but the idea is you need a baseline of sugar to absorb um, electrolytes. So if you're like fasted, if you hadn't eaten anything for a while, you're not just going to absorb the salt on your own. You need that glucose to, to absorb it. Right. So for our product, we have five grams of sugar and it's, it's marginal. It's 30 calories, right? Yeah, that's but nothing. That's nothing. But it gives it a bit of taste, but also for function okay. right, where, where you can absorb electrolytes so like every morning when i work out in the mornings and i'm and i'm not eating anything before i'm just pouring my electrolytes into my water <laughs> it's got enough sugar so i can absorb it i can have a great workout and not feel depleted yeah and start my day hydrated right it's cool yeah oh my god i'm so impressed it's slightly turned on trees always turn on um is there any do you, is there anything else in the market that's similar like do you have competitors out there are you like first to market on this kind of thing um, there's a few competitors out there and actually, you know, the competition I think is really great because what it does is it gives more uh, attention. attention to the category. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of people don't think things like this are available. Yeah. Right. Um, so it's, it's helping make things more mainstream. For just sure. like there's only, not only one brand of sports drinks. Yeah. Right. Exactly. There's not only one brand of energy drinks. There's not only one brand of anything, anything really right um so we do we do have competitors um all the power to all of them we don't wish them all the best yeah. but i hope we do better um <laughs> but uh, we mostly operate out of the u.s uh, really so we sell our products in the states um we're planning actually a canadian retail launch into next summer okay so you can't get it here right now you can order online <clears throat> okay and and it's all shipped um we ship all over so u.s and then also uk is big for us as well Canada, we ship to a lot as well. Gotcha. Um, but uh, but on the ground, we don't sell in stores here yet. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 So we're yeah. we're gearing up for a a bigger launch, and it's going to be with a big retailer, and it's going to really come out with a bang. It'll be a lot of fun. Thanks. That is awesome. So Congrats. Yeah. Smart. Thank you. Thank you. Is there um, how long has this been like you know in the market at this level? Because I remember when I was younger, like not like long like twenty years ago, there was things that were like this. Is this fairly new? Ours has been around for like this type of thing been around because I remember when I was twenty, it was, I forget what it was called, but in my mind, it, I think it was kind of like a snake oil bullshit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm like, it was that I bought it at Seven Eleven, so it was oil. Yeah, it's just oh, like wow. bullshit. It's yeah, like yeah. just some like you know. Yeah, like what does snake oil do? Nothing. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> so it's like yeah, exactly. So it's just juiced up snakes. Yeah, exactly. I, I, like I feel. I think I was also dumb. Like I bought it at Seven Eleven. Like I said, I mean. It's, with your burrito. What am I, exactly. I'm like, uh, perfect combo. 230, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank God. But so is this fairly recent technology or our science or well, I don't know how to you phrase You know what? This, I think it's been brought to the forefront of this category more recently. Yeah. Uh, as I mentioned, the key active ingredients have been used for centuries. Sure. Um, but I don't think there's ever been a focus uh, and nothing's like there's been so many products that have come and gone. So mm -hmm. I think you got to find the good mix between branding, uh, science, and just like general messaging and like word of mouth and like who's getting it out there, right? And effectiveness, of course, yeah. right? Tying into the science. What part. was the hardest process, the hardest part of the process <coughs> of creating something like, like this? FDA, is approval hard? Well, so we, uh, you don't need FDA approval for supplements. Actually, that's sort of the category they fall under. They're compliant. So you're, okay. you check the boxes. You're making sure that you're not putting any drugs in yeah. or, or anything that's um schedule one or whatever, or whatever right yeah. that that's not harmful a supplement right in in the product um and then you're making sure that you're manufacturing with the right processes the right standards and, and all that um but in terms of that i mean in the whole process of it all i think was just like 
I don't think any of it's easy. Mm-hmm. I think it's just, it's like, if you care about something enough, you'll, you'll go do it and figure it out. You'll put the work in. Yeah. So not that anything is like too hard, because if you have the attention and care for it, you're like, okay, I can figure this out or right. I can, you know, work with someone that can, or, you know, you can problem solve. Right. And yeah. that's, I think that's the beauty of um, what anyone who's starting a venture, you know, what they take on. Right. Yeah. And what they're uh, what passionate they, about, what they're passionate about. So, Absolutely. Um, but you know what? The marketing is, is, is hard, right? I, I think these days um, the digital age is changing in terms of customer acquisition um, with all these iOS updates recently and the, and like Facebook, Instagram advertising, everything changing and the reporting changing. You don't know as much like what's working, what's not. Right. Yeah, so the digital marketing landscape is changing. That's part of the reason we're actually pushing hard into retail as well is because you know what? I think as many sales channels as possible is great. So we can capture all consumers. Right. Um, and you know, there's some, not everyone who buys online uh, buys in store and vice versa. Yeah. Right. So um, <coughs> do you have like a, an ideal mix of where you want to be between di- like direct online, direct to customer versus retail? Yeah. So we're currently like 90, Seven percent online. Yeah, we want to be thirty percent online, seventy percent retail. Is that because while still growing? I'm assuming like your margins are better direct to customer, right? Online, they they are uh, in the grand scheme of things. But then when you f- when you factor in customer acquisition yeah. and you know, so I'll give you an idea. Like we sell them three bucks a pack, and we sell a pack of ten for thirty bucks. Um, so if you're paying twenty bucks to acquire a customer. Yeah. That's a lot of money, yeah. right? Um, it completely depletes your margin and all that. But right. if you're if you're collecting a PO from a Seven Eleven or a convenience store or a grocer or whomever, and they're buying, you know, they're sending you, they're buying bulk, in bulk, bulk. Yeah, it's like it's great. Yeah, and you get you that just, cash in the bank. And yeah, then. and then you just make sure that your audience knows it's there, right? Right, yeah. and and you do other things marketing wise um, to to get that attention to ensure sell through. And, retail and merchandise it well yeah that's something i'm learning a lot about right now is, is the retail landscape and how to merchandise um you know quick hitter messaging because like when someone comes to your website they you thought okay well they have more time than you actually think they're right. there looking at a f- few things you have more of an opportunity to educate them mm-hmm. in retail there's like a million things flashing before their eyes yeah bright colors here price tags there mm-hmm. clearance signs here like what are you going to put in front of them to sell your stuff if they don't already know about mm-hmm. you, right? Or where are you going to place yourself? Or what are you going to, you know, strategically be placed near? Like we need to be near alcohol, right? Yeah. Uh, near beer and wine, near spirits. So, yeah. Well, I mean, fuck, $3 a pack is more than reasonable. I, some days, like when I'm hungover, if I pay $1,000 to not have Dude, that I'll day wasted, like you know what yeah. I mean? So it's, I'll give you a big discount. But I'll take it. Three bucks. <laughs> I'll take it. Like, have you well, ever have you thought about partnering with like any um like uh, restaurants or clubs and things like that? Because I think that's you know, like you said, you want to put it next to liquor and stuff. Obviously, at the retail side, but like this is there's an opportunity for like in my mind, you know, obviously I don't know anything about this space until this, for today, that you know if you could sell them at a nightclub along with your vodka soda, you're automatically fucking, you're like here have fun tonight, but also don't have a shitty tomorrow. Yeah. I totally agree. I think that's a great opportunity. I think that ultimately comes down to some of the distribution, um, you know, where you like, there's so many avenues for marketing yeah. and, and distribution. So what's sort of always start with the lowest hanging fruit and where the margins are highest. And you know, that 80, 20 equation where, 
uh, 20% of your input gives you 80% of your output. Right. Mm -hmm. That that's what I try and follow. So be as efficient as possible. So I'm thinking stores and retail stores are, if you can get a whole chain, Oh yeah. You're better. That's, you know, 20% input for 80% output. Right. Whereas if you're doing like one off locations, yeah, then it's, it's a little more effort. So until because yeah. we run a really lean team, we've got like, we have five people full time and then we have, um, call it four more that are either freelanced or, uh, part-time. Right. Mm. So it's, it's this pretty tight knit group and the resources, we got to be really careful where, yeah. we, where we allocate them. So what do you have like a dream, a dream, um, like big box store that you would love to be in like Walmart or Costco or fucking, is there like a, this isn't like, this is my target spot. You know what? Costco would be really cool. Um, Costco is interesting too, because they are looking at emerging brands a little bit more. Yeah. These days, like when you walk the aisles, you see a lot of the colors, you see a lot of these smaller brands. You're like, wow, this is like a unique sort of product. It's either keto this or really focused on, you know, less sugar or, Mm -hmm. you know, but got great branding, but really clean, awesome ingredients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that'd be a really cool store, um, big box store. Um, but in the short term, you know, convenience, I think is big for us. I just yeah. got back from Chicago. I was at a uh, convenience trade show and it was really cool to see how big convenience still is in America. It's a little different dynamic compared to Canada. Cause like- Are you talking about like convenience stores? Yeah, like a 7-Eleven or Circle K of the world, right? right. Um, people, it's like very ingrained in their culture. Like there's 14,000 corporate 7-Elevens in the US. Yeah, I mean, and that's like half of them, the other half are, are franchised. So there's like almost 25, 30,000 7-Elevens. You're like, wow. I thought there would be more. Like they seem to be attached to every gas station. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in some factor. But then you see these like, you know, obviously I think you're familiar with Dank Mart. Yeah. And there's like these kind of like cult, like the, I don't know, like elevated convenience store. I'm not even sure what kind of, like kind of like relevant. novelty, specialty, nostalgic. Cool. Yeah, it's honestly, yeah, it's they've done a great job, and I think Spencer was he was I think he might have been at that that same oh, really? conference or whatever because he was away somewhere doing some shit <laughs> about work. It was it was massive. It's bigger than anything I've ever seen. Wow, yeah. it was at McCormick Place in Chicago, which is like one of the biggest. Uh, convention sort of halls trade show halls. Did you guys have a booth? We didn't have a booth. That's the goal one day or right. maybe next year have a booth. Uh, but just walking and seeing who we can bump into, who can meet and made some good inroads and some good leads down there. So I'm really right. excited to keep exploring and, and really push those through and close some sales. So. What about Shark Tank? Man, you should go on Shark Tank. Well, I was on Dragon's Den actually. What? I was on Dragon's Den I was going to say, he was year, dope. What was it? December 8th. It was season 15 episode something. I remember, seeing, I remember seeing that. that 13, was actually dope. Uh, 12, 13, whatever it is. But it's on CBC online. So you just search CBC Gem and you punch a mic. How was that experience? It's wasted. Uh, it was wild, yeah. actually. It was, it was. Is it kind of like what you see on TV? Is it pretty real or not at all? Not at all. Man. Really? Motherfucker. Do, do, yeah. do you think um, they honor their deals? Oh. Or is it more for. I've heard Shark Tank is like a 5% like of what they. The deals that they take. They, well, they don't. They only. They only go through on 5% or something like that. Yeah. But it also like, I so mean, similar. you gotta do the due diligence and shit. Like people can throw out all these numbers. We did 1.5 in sales and this and that. Like, great. And like, and then they get Yeah, to where's the, the proof? Yeah. yeah. You did yeah. 200,000 in sales, you know? Totally. Um, yeah, it's about the same thing with, with Dragon's Den. Um, yeah. Funny enough, I think the new season is premiering tonight. Wow. Oh. Awesome. No free ads for them, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> awesome pizza guy used to live in my building. 
Oh yeah, Jim, he's a beauty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's I was gonna say he's a, he's a, like he'd say hi to me in the elevator and shit, and I always be like, "You look so familiar." Where no, I know. I always wanted to kind of like pitch him because like we're in hospitality, but I'm like, I can't be that guy. <laughs> hey, I can I have a moment of your time? Yeah, but he was such a nice. He's like a for show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His wife is nice. Just sends you a card. <laughs> they just chill. Like they're like so unassuming. They don't like have any kind of attitude. There's they're just like salt of the earth people. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, he was uh, when I was up. Uh, on the show because there were six dragons at the time now there's only five he was the most down Gaged. to earth um and, and just real like straight shooter kind yeah. of thing because you see a lot of personality coming in with the rest of them and like the persona and their character that yeah. they have to like fulfill um so yeah but he was he was awesome really good guy we have some mutual friends as well one of our big ambassadors paul bissonette is is close friends with him too oh really um yeah, so it's kind of small world. I was working with Biz. Like, it's crazy. Like, cause I've known him for a long time, and when I saw him on your uh, on your IG the other day, I'm like, fuck, this is such a good fit. And he's so fucking charismatic, and he's so funny, and he just like, like I watched it. And, like, I think it, like, oh, my 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 phone's always on mute, so I didn't even I could I couldn't even hear it, but yeah. I could just I could see just, the energy yeah. and see that feel this it. this works. You fucking feel yeah. it. I feel like that was like one take. Like you probably just like videoed it and like Honestly, just, just, just do your thing. Yeah, we just rattled it off. We had him. He was in Vancouver. That um, was two months ago now, almost. And uh, we had him in the studio, just hanging for for a day. Um, you know, filming some content, and we just had a riot. It was so much fun. Yeah. Um, you know, didn't feel like you there was a work. camera or anything there at all. You're just shooting the shit, having a good yeah, time. Yeah. Right. And it's so organic. organic, exactly. And that's why his audience for us has been fun because and and you know really strong for us because you know first of all you're not selling them anything you're just kind of a providing a solution mm -hmm. to something they experience and it's just organic it's a good fit exactly um, it doesn't feel contrived and like you're trying to like fool forced. people you know yeah yeah that's the big thing about ads these days there's a lot of them out there that's just like um well podcasting like we worked with a ton of podcasts over the last three years and um you know some have come and gone but like a lot of these hosts are just like grabbing the cash and like doing a very, you know, I don't know. Half-ass. Just a half-ass effort, but also very um, robotic advertisement, and it just doesn't sell. It doesn't hit. Right. It You know, it hurts them in more it ways than one. It seems like an ad. It hurts the advertiser in us, as in we don't convert as well, and also it hurts them because their audience is like, oh, my God, this guy's just reading ads all day. Yeah. It's like, why don't you integrate it in, you know, and only take <coughs> advertisers that fit yeah, exactly. your brand? Mm-hmm. So um, it's been interesting. But we've been working with Biz and Spitting Chicklets for the last three years. Yeah. And they've been great. People want to see personality. They don't want to see fucking sales. You yeah. Know? See genuine force. Exactly. I saw you have who, you have some other pretty cool ambassadors too. Like I think Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool, Pittsburgh Steelers, local local kid. He's an yeah. awesome wide receiver. Great personality. Yeah. Really charismatic dude. Nice kid. Um, yeah. I was actually out in Pittsburgh a few weeks ago. Got to watch the game against the Raiders. It was fun to just be out there. Um but yeah, he's uh, he's good as well. He's second year player, but we have a cool little collab actually dropping with him uh, pretty soon here, which I'm excited nice. to share. Yeah, co-branded product. Sneak. Oh, yeah. I can't tell you anymore, but yeah. but it's coming. It's coming here first, folks. Exciting stuff. I mean, like you, you're. I mean, in my opinion, you're hitting all the right fucking marks with the old, like those two guys are the only ones that I've seen, and like you know, I only Nolan kind of introduced me to you a couple of days ago, but like I'm like, holy shit, this shit is on point. Like it just it's it just seems like you said organic and it's just genuine. Feels part of your lifestyle. Totally. Well, another one that was really good for us was um, in 2019, where their second biggest sponsor was Call Your Daddy. Okay. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. We, okay, so, like, because we were working with bars. That's, that's big. Yeah, yeah, that's huge. Oh, yeah. We were we were in that year where they blew up. Yeah. Um, wow. And it was great because we saw we saw the growth alongside of them. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but essentially, I was working with Barstool. I was like, okay, what, how can we, you know, talk to a female audience here? How mm-hmm. can we share our products uh, and our brand with a female audience? And like, oh, we got this new show. It's called Caller Daddy. You want to try it out? I'm like, yeah, sure. Let's check it out. And that was right before it kind of took off. Yeah. yeah. They were starting to see some more traction. And we're like, okay. You know, I'm like, this, this works. This hits. Um, it's organic. We started seeing results. And I'm like, let's lock in for the rest of the year. So they continued to grow. We paid this, you know, X amount. We, X amount. And and I was happy with that. And it was a lot of fun. So were they reading, oh. were they doing like host read ads? Or were they just like drop it? Like how? Yeah, no, it was very organic. So yeah. like they worked with, the Ro- uh, with Roman. Roman also was, they were sort of a men's health co- kind of sexual health company yeah. so it fit their brand perfectly yeah yeah they also talked about drinking and what they did last and, night so yeah. we fit in well um but and then a few other brands as well um and they just fit man yeah they just fit because that show was like it was weird because i like i loved it for a while and then then they had that weird beef and now they're doing their own thing yeah it's, i don't know do you know much about it no i mean i haven't listened to it after the beef shit the beef shit kind of just ended it for me, yeah. but um, I haven't listened to new shit. Biz went on their show, and I kind of fanboyed out when he was in, like, whenever he came back here, I don't know, a week or two after or something. I'm like, yo, how was it? And he he didn't, he wasn't, like, overwhelmed with it. Yeah, it, they were a little too over the top. With him, right? With him. It was weird. Show me your dick. Yeah, like, it's like, yo, <laughs> relax. Yeah. Like, yeah, and, and, that, and when Biz is saying that, I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then they must yeah. be a little bit aggressive and... Out of, I out think of they were pocket. a little early on and they were trying, like trying too hard. In yeah, a way. yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, there's this guy. He's got a big podcast. We need to be the, like, we need to one up him. Yeah, in some sort of way, right? Yeah. That's that's I think how they felt. Does Biz have a podcast? Yeah, Spit and Chicklets. Yeah, ah. yeah, so it's the biggest hockey podcast in the world. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. it's dope. Yeah, okay. it's with it's to it? with another yeah, former NHL player, Ryan Whitney. Ryan right? Whitney. Mm-hmm. And then they've got this other guy, uh, Ra, who's like he's a Boston guy. Uh, long, long time barstool blogger, uh, hockey blogger, and then they also have their producer Mike Grinelli. Really cool group because right. they all complement each other very well. Um, you know, Biz has got a lot of the personality. Ryan Whitney's had a more sort of, um, you know, a little better career. He's played with Sidney Crosby for a while. He did a couple mm-hmm. other things, and then Ra's got like the fan perspective, um, almost. And uh, yeah. As a longtime hockey sort of watcher, but yeah, it's it's great. You should check it out if you you know want to hear I mean, some banter. Hear some of my ads. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll listen to it for just you, for your voice. I'll send you a link. <laughs> I think Biz did a great job, like parlaying, you know, no disrespect, like a sub par hockey career into something fucking so much bigger now. Like he's like a, like a huge personality, celebrity. Has his podcast. Has a bunch of other successful businesses. Would you say I'm he's sure. talented? Oh yeah, I'd say he's talented. I gotta tell you though, he's well, he's talented, but he's a workhorse. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's like this intersection between between talent and um, grinder, and really just like like he was on the ice. He's yeah. a grinder, man. He he doesn't stop until things are are done perfect. Yeah, and they're great. Um, he is a perfectionist, which is interesting. Because um, like, well, one of the things I always use is it's like good now is better than perfect later. Right. Um, and I use that a lot in business in the sense that if you spend too much time trying to perfect something, um, you can miss the opportunity, mm-hmm. right? And also there's so much iteration and trial. It's like, if I wanna get my packaging 100% right, 
I'm going to spend my whole life on my packaging. Yeah, and you never and launch. I, and exactly. And how do you know until you get out there and you get right. feedback and you get a response? Yeah. Exactly. That's, I, think, I think that's great advice for any entrepreneur. Like, my girl is going through the same thing right now with her product of um, skincare line. And like mm-hmm. she's like, oh, the font's off or the color's off. I'm like, babe, like, you just need to get this out there. Yeah. Because if, it's never going to be perfect. You're always going to find some little thing that you, that you can be, make better. You can tweak. And, and then by that time, it's, it's like with anything. Like when we open like any of our nightclubs, like yeah. there's no perfect time to open, no perfect time to launch. You're going to open and there's going to be POS issues. There are going to be, you know, staffing issues or whatever. You just got to kind of pick a date. St- Stick to it, open, and then fucking do your best, and then address those issues as they come up. Because too many entre- entrepreneurs I see in my day to day, oh, I don't know if it's like um, an insecurity, or they're using it as a crutch to be like, oh, it's not ready, totally. or oh, I'm too scared to put myself out there, right. or to put the product out there, and I can use that excuse of you know the packaging is not quite right, quite right, or whatever. But I mean, like you said, yeah, when is it ever gonna? You need that feedback. You yeah. need like like what what you have in front of you. I don't think it's perfect, but I think it's, I think it's good. It's good. Yeah, and I think we can improve. Yeah, and, but I think it also tells a story, and in you seeing this right now, like some of the feedback we got from that trade show was like, "What's the difference between the two colors?" I'm like, yeah. "Shit, okay, that's something we need." To that's fix. what I. That's what and I if thought. I, if I didn't right. put the two colors out there, then or if I didn't if I didn't put this whole thing out and then share it with them, I wouldn't have gotten that feedback. Yeah. You're only one person, right? You're only one set of eyes, one perspective. Like, the reason I thought it was, like, I thought the 9 a.m. question mark, not a big deal. Like, it's like, oh, you fucked up. You got too wasted. You forgot to take your pills at night. This is the packet um, you take for that. Yeah. And this sees the day, every day, whatever. I thought this was like, okay, this is like, like, do it as prescribed. One right. pill after two drinks and whatever. Right. So, for sure, I thought the 9 a.m., oh, I forgot. You take, this is the morning one. Yep. You know? Yeah, fair. No, I appreciate, I appreciate that feedback because, like, even, like, we've been selling for three years coming up on three years come december yeah um you know that's something i'll take with me and now use in our next you know when as we assess packaging moving yeah. forward right because i want to tell the story as best as possible yeah mm-hmm. well don't think mean, i'm only one guy and i'm also kind of a half wet so <laughs> don't, don't take my one of this <laughs> he's also baked yeah i'm also stoned half the time um do you have any other products like down the pipe i know you said you had like a like so, a solution or? yeah yeah so we have an electrolyte drink mix basically a, a little I should have brought some actually, but it's a hydration stick and you just pour it into water. Okay. Like vitamin C, like kind of emergency. Kind of like that, but yeah. it's more focused around sodium and potassium. So the two most important electrolytes. Gotcha. Um, B complex. And then also uh, we have vitamin C, D, and zinc for immune support. So it's a good source of electrolytes with a boost of immune support. All in uh, one package. All in one package. Wow. So our first flavor was watermelon lemonade. Um, my favorite, it was, I loved it. I'm going to have to take some it. from you. Yeah, oh, I, I, I got you guys. I got you guys. <laughs> Thank you. And then we actually have a new flavor dropping next week, um, which is a more of a classic flavor, and excited to share that one. Then we have a couple more dropping. The Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Iced tea. I think they hit me with some IP uh, yeah, infringement fair. or something. And also that recipe. What was the thing with Coke? They never released the recipe or, or the they're always like vague with the ingredients or something. Mm, probably because they use real Coke. Yeah, I was <laughs> gonna say. It's probably why everyone likes it so much. Yeah, there's there something I saw like a Narcos episode or something where there was like, like you know how Narcos like they have they have the guy narrating it, mm-hmm. and then he said something about like Pablo Escobar putting it into Coke, and that was a real story or something like. That is a real story. Yeah. Well, I think it's real. I, I think so too, but yeah, yeah. this is from Netflix, so I don't know. Back in the eighteen hundreds. But have you like? Can you also take a dry and then? Hammer water. Um, I've actually Can seen I some story people do that. that. I've heard there's a fucking challenge, and some chick had a heart attack. What? Yeah, like she was like she did like it's a weird. You know how all these 
kids or TikTokers are doing these weird challenges, right? Yeah. yeah. And there was one I think where you do like a pre workout. Okay. And you try. You don't use water. You just like. So you just like mm, so and the, the, the challenge with pre-workouts is there's like so many different stimulants in them yeah we don't use any stimulants in anything yeah so it's like that's a recipe for disaster and if you're if you're saying hey i'm gonna fill my mouth with this powder and you know one serving is one scoop and it's like it's tiny it's huge right it's tiny but then you're doing like five times <laughs> the amount at once right yeah. if you're doing five times and, and just saying hey, i'm just gonna pack in as much as i can yeah that's a recipe for disaster yeah so i think this girl had a heart attack because this powder scoop challenge or whatever it was called. Jeez. Like, but they were doing, like, remember the I Tide Pod challenge? At yeah, the gym all like, the time. Come on. Though. People dry swallow their pre-workout all the time. No, no, no. But, but they, then they they use water. They, they oh, do like a splash yeah. of water. Some people yeah. just don't like water, right? <laughs> oh, or whatever. That's the thing. The challenge was like, she just, just put it in your mouth and wait. And like swallow it with your saliva as oh, it really? condenses in Ew. your mouth. Or people Jeez. do weird shit. So like, you know, there's certain things you can take, like B12 under the tongue and things mm. like that. So, I mean, that's just for absorption, right? So mm -hmm. my thinking is like some of those um, stimulant, stimulants and things like that, they'll get absorbed quicker and they find their way under your tongue and you're just, they're just sitting there. Yeah. So like you're getting hit that much harder. Yeah. Because a lot of the things you ingest, like the bioavailability is always put into question. Like how much of it are you actually ingesting, ingesting like absorbing. from what you're ingesting, absorbing and utilizing, right? So, I mean, that could be part of it. Yeah, right. where she's right. just taking a shit ton all at once. Yeah, and anyway, it's really hitting dumb her idea. Heart. So, do not. Let's advise. try it. Do no, not. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Anything it's else? Like, can't sort your product. <laughs> yeah, biff it. Yeah, you, you know what? The, <laughs> I would advise against. We we focus on like specific dosage form for convenience, right? And like, what's the most uh, sort of effective way to do it? There's other like hangover drinks, calm, um, and it's just like I think that takes away from the experience of actually enjoying your drink. I'm big. I, I love wine. I like a good cocktail. I like beer for that matter. I like everything I, I consume. Um, and I rather enjoy the flavor and, you know, the way it's meant to be. Right. Yeah. Versus the outcome. Yeah. Well, well, instead of saying, hey, oh, I'm going to take some potion. Like that's Buckley's. Gonna, yeah. I'm going to take Buckley's in the middle of my after my second drink. And then I have yeah. my third and like my mouth. Now everything tastes yeah. rough for the rest yeah. of the night. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And then we also wanted to get it down to the form factor of two capsules. Right. Yeah. Just two. So it's not like an owner, uh, like a onerous yeah. task to take down a six pack six capsules all at once or something ridiculous yeah to um so convenience was a big part of it too um how was the testing phase for this was it did you was it kind of fun i imagine it and i'm probably completely off <laughs> be like i'm gonna get wasted let's try out batch a <laughs> no nope, i'm hungover still no well i guess i'm this is work i gotta get wasted again tomorrow let's try this one right so so like one of the interesting things was like figuring out the hierarchy of of ingredients of our main blend of dhm um, prickly pear milk thistle and, and l-cysteine um so those four key ingredients because we knew they're all important and it was all based on science and literature but to what degree so and um you know everyone's different everyone's biology physiology is different so different people different sizes different walks of life need different amounts and how do we standardize it almost right? right so that was that was a big part of the challenge actually now that you mentioned it that was one of the more challenging parts um so but it took about a year to do uh how'd you guys what did you have to do so, so plug and play had a lot of you know the bulk ingredients and like there was a lot of anecdotal testing there right. were suggested um dosage sort of amounts based on scientific literature so we used that as the baseline and then we had to prove it to ourselves um which did include uh, a 20 
five-day backpacking trip through Europe with one of my best friends. And um, we, funny enough, we actually did chemistry and biology together for seven years through all of high school and university. Wow. So perfect two people to do it together um, and literally packed our backpacks with underwear, socks, a pair of shorts and a t-shirt and then supplements. <laughs> um, and that's all we had. Um, and then we, you know, go into a new country, go through airport security. They're like, what, the, what is this? <laughs> oh, like that's our daily vitamins, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> and they're like looking at us funny, you know, these Dutch German Dutch guys at the, at Amsterdam airport. Like, all right, you crazy Canadians carry on, you know, yeah. like do your thing. But um, they ever give you a hard time. Having so many, they, they they would question. They would just question us. I'm like, look, look, look what it says. Look what it is. Yeah. It says it's a supplement. Like, and like, bro, we're, we're in Amsterdam. I can get fucking high right there at the airport lounge. Like, exactly. Relax. <laughs> They're like, we've seen worse. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> like um, we've met the doctor who does heroin. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. He came through last week. Um, but uh, yeah, so that testing was, I think, important because after reading all this stuff and and formulating and, and doing all that and seeing the actual science. I think the important part is um, people don't put enough emphasis on this is like the anecdotal, like how do people actually experience it, use it and the real life practical applications of it. Mm -hmm. So we tested those ingredients at, um, for those 25 days through Europe. And by the time we came back, did a little more stuff on the ground here, reformulation, uh, really hammering down how much of what was needed. Um, to build that foundation of those key four ingredients um, and then one from there. So it all in, it was about cool. a year, but that, that was sort of the culmination of it all. Right. Um, and the cool thing was like, we both understood the science very well. Um, my good friend, Luke, Luke Gooding, really, he's a beauty. He's from Vancouver as well, but now he's in Ireland uh, in med school. And um, yeah, we, uh, we worked on that together and, and, and it was, this one's it was for a lot you, of fun. Luke. <laughs> oh, sounds like a great, I, I wish I did that. Like, fuck, I, I, I went to university and I didn't do anything really cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that sounds like a cool, like he's like changing. Was that during university? The world. No, it was um, after. Two years after. Gotcha. Yeah. Whatever. You met, you went to school together. Yeah. And you, your passion for science was harnessed in university. Yeah. That's what I mean. I didn't do anything like, my university well, was just like party and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like that's like, you know, a purpose. Like he like, he's like a poster boy of why you should go to post-secondary. Exactly. You know what I mean? So that's an interesting thing. Cause like a lot of people say, Hey, look, post-secondary is on its way out. Yeah. But like it teaches you a lot about yourself. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, why rush? It's an experience. Why rush into like a true, like just Career. hammering work, laborious life. Why not see what you like? And right. it gives you the opportunity to test. Like I switched majors two times, right? Three times, two, two or three times. Yeah, whatever. Something like that. Yeah. So I don't even know. More anymore. than once. But yeah, a couple of times. And I ended up doing a degree and a half. But in doing so, I learned a lot about myself. Right. I mm -hmm. learned, learned like what I cared about. I'm like, okay, cool. I care about science. Okay. What do you like about science? Like science that like kind of impacts our everyday life. Okay, cool. Learn about the building blocks of it. Learn about the physics, the chemistry, biology. Mm-hmm. Learn about the why, what, how, right? And uh, fucking whatever, whenever you experience a problem, think about it critically. That's kind of, you know, yeah, dumb. Critical thinking, exactly. Like, I would almost argue that, you know, if I had to, my, well, not even my way, I think, you know, post-secondary is important, has value. Elementary, I think, maybe has some because you're developing all your shit. I think, like, grades, you know, four to 12 can go. Like, I feel like... If anything can go, like those are the ones, like I think our, our whole, the way we teach kids 
in North America, it's super dated. Like there's like, in the, like I always see like if you're gonna be a scientist and that that's important, but like, how much of this shit you learned in school, other than socializing and critical thinking and like diligence and all that kind of stuff that you can learn, and like you said at the beginning, like if you like oh, oh, for business, you don't necessarily need to go to school; you can just apply it in real life. Yeah. So like, like you need some building blocks. You need to understand. Yeah. You, you need, need you need to know like basic how, math and right. how but to like, spell. Yeah, and like you know what, maybe some basic accounting, right? Where yeah. what, what are maybe some things you can leverage accounting wise? What yeah. are you know your profit? Like how can how can you be profitable? Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. um, there's I, so much stuff, and I remember in high school, like why do I need to know that fucking Columbus, Christopher Columbus when he left Spain or whatever? <laughs> like how is that relevant to me? It's, Was Christopher Columbus like American? Oh my god. I can't with this guy. <laughs> I can't. Didn't he discover something? He's a case in point of why we don't need some of the shit that we are taught in school. Because it's just literally, I think it's just like if we just learn how to socialize and get the basic building blocks, like obviously we need, I know what I'm saying is, is far from ideal, but I also think the way things have been done for the last hundred years or so, I don't think I don't think the education system has really changed that much in the last hundred years. No, I agree with you. It's interesting though, because like a lot has changed, in, right? Yeah, the education has. I think education now has changed a lot. Like my younger cousins cousins don't do the same classes I do, or okay. I was doing. Give me some examples here. High school, they do like um, like they don't have blocks anymore. It's like it's weirdly all combined with one another. Like they don't have they don't have to do math to graduate. What? They yeah, they don't really? have to. Math's the one math. I think you need. You can do yeah, math until so grade too. 10, and then you can switch into, like, into more of, like, Are you speaking, arts. like, facts right now? Or are you just thinking of vague? You had a vague conversation with your cousin at a fucking No, I was shocked. I have. It was a vague conversation, but it was shocking mm. how different it is from what I experienced mm. in high school. I, I, think do, I think a lot of I had to do biology. Changed. I had to do chem. I had to do math. I had to do all those things to graduate, but they don't have to do those things anymore. So what they... Mm. I, I have little cousins in high school, too, and... One of the, I I kind of understand what you're saying, but yeah. what they said was, um, you don't have to do these classes all year round, you just have to do them at some point. Yeah, right. So it's like you do you binge math hard for freaking two months, and then you're done with math. It's like yeah. that's not how life works. No. Yeah. Right. You, you gotta know. You gotta have. You could build things up. It's like you wanna you wanna make gains at the gym. You're not gonna go three times and work out for eight hours each time. And like <laughs> I'm good for three years. Yeah, exactly. Right. You're gonna you're gonna go consistently. So mm -hmm. it's the same thing. So I think that and what they're trying to do, I think now is like because of the COVID world we live in, limit exposure. And they're like, okay, the less you move around, the less we're limiting exposure, or the more we're limiting exposure and the less risk. Mm -hmm. It's just like a weird form of risk mitigation that helps nobody. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like I don't have the answer of what how it should be, but you know. Like you said, so much has changed in the last hundred years, yet their foundation of how we teach people has hasn't. You know. Yeah. I don't know. That's my so two I, cents. again that um, really a family that the Gooding family. So my friend Luke, his older sister, um, they're very she's very well traveled, and she's got a she has a daughter, um, and they lived all over the world, and she's like six maybe now five or six, and this kid. It's just like she knows so much. They've traveled. They've lived in Tokyo. They've lived in Europe. They've lived everywhere. Now they live in Kelowna. And she, you know, her palate is like so much more well-developed. Yeah. Right? She's smarter. She asks crazy, wild, beautiful questions. I love She's that. She's curious as hell. And it's like, wow. 
imagine if like there is like something where you could expose your because you know going through elementary school like you mentioned or in high school there's not much where you're really getting more worldly experience no. that's opening your eyes to things mm-hmm. right you don't know that until university yeah because you meet because you're in the same and, school the same people from your neighborhood and what do university kids look forward to the most summer other summer and traveling to like europe like a right. summer trip yeah right that's what they look forward to. They're like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to grind it out. And then when summer comes around, I'm going to expand my horizons the most and meet new people. Not enough evidence. Like traveling is so important, I think, as uh, as a as humans. Like we I need agree. to experience other cultures and see other shit and, pal- and like foods and mm-hmm. like, you know. Just other- opening your eyes to something different. Because the world, like, like, like our little world that we exist in right now is so, I don't want to say irrelevant, but it's so small in the grand scheme of things there's yeah. like a massive world out there so i feel like you know being able to travel i think is a blessing it's like it's so y- you can learn so much and it's it's i think it's like that that i've actually wanted thought about when i have a kid yeah doing that and hearing you say that this kid is well-rounded oh my god and, and, six and intelligent oh and god. fucking has shit together yeah I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'm going to do that. Like, this is, she's going to be like the next leader of the free world. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, cause she's just knows everything. But yeah. um, to your point about traveling, I think traveling is so important and it's because it gives you perspective, mm-hmm. right? Traveling without, there's a lot of people that like, I don't know, Drake has some lyrics about it. Like you go to on these trips and you just take pictures for people back at home. Yep. Don't fucking do that. Yeah. You can post your pics all you want, but make sure you're getting something about the, yeah. out of these trips. You're right. getting perspective. You're whatever it is whether it's like that bite of food you're you're having that sight you're seeing <clears throat> you're taking something away from it that opens your mind and gives you more creativity mm-hmm. and fuels some sort of excitement right and yeah. makes you feel like a kid again right. really yeah it's because you're experiencing something new mm-hmm. like your brain i don't know i'm sure there's some chemical science behind this like you see something you haven't seen before or taste something you haven't tasted before all of a sudden you're like oh like you're you're getting a it's new amazing. experience you're getting a new memory you're getting all this fucking feedback that you're just not it's not routine you know what i mean totally totally without a doubt traveling travel well i'm grateful Take we, have it, we have it back travel. right yeah yeah it's, i mean tra- yeah you were just in chicago like it's it's a, i've had i think like six pcr tests in the last like three weeks really yeah. you know what okay that can't be good man with like them because i have had a bunch of covid tests yeah. too right to to travel yeah and like them shoving this stick so far up your nose <laughs> yeah and like poking your brain and like it's very inconsistent though. Like, and then they're like, "Hey, uh, if it bleeds, you know that's normal." If it bleeds, what? and I'm like, "What are you?" This must be some northern because, like, I had a guy in in wherever in Maldives do it in my in my throat. I'm like, "Oh, sweet!" And, and then I'm like, getting up. He's like, "No, we have to do the nose too." I'm like, "Fuck you, sucker!" <laughs> and then, but some guys like some people I've had to do like the one that's like hits my eyeball. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm not down with that one. And then I have other ones. It's like. I've picked burgers deeper. Yeah. Like other ones, it's yeah, like yeah. this little, little, so it's like not consistent. I'm like, I don't even understand. The little ticklish, yeah. ticklish swirl. Those are the nice <laughs> ones. But like, are those getting like real results here? Or am I just paying a hundred dollars to, to like whoever to give me a piece of paper that says I'm okay. It's the biggest scam. Honestly. It could be. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are making a lot of money off it. So, yeah. I mean, you know, maybe some, I don't know how many people are going to hate me for this, but um, I was just saying anyway, so like when you travel, Do it. you just go to the clinic and tell them you're close contact and they get you results in 24 to 48 hours for free. What I do. Yeah, yeah, man. They text it to you. You can print it off. This is North America this or is like everywhere. Four blocks from LA. us. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, and then also in most U S cities or other cities, there's places to find free tests. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, but BC is ex- 
especially weird about the travel thing. It's like, is it for travel? It's like, okay, then go in line, that line and pay us $250 so or whatever. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, I just yeah. bullshit so, it. Be like, no, no, no. My close contact is coughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. That's I like touched, a, I touched a door PCR handle, hack. So. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I touched the door handle and I got a headache. Yeah, but I mean, it's a lot. Like, I think I, I shouldn't make it seem like I'm um, hard done by, but it's just like traveling is a blessing. It's It's a privilege. It's not a right for sure. But I mean, like, it's, it's just different. Like, th- like, I don't know how old you are, but like, I remember traveling before 9 11. Yeah. Before 2001, traveling was a lot different. He didn't, there was like TSA or whatever it's called wasn't a thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you weren't taking off your shoes. You were allowed to travel with your fucking hair product over 100 mils. Right. And now, like, you guys probably think nothing of it. You're like, this is what traveling is. You can is. bring a two, four of beers on the plane. Yeah. I'm, I'm 29, by the way. Okay, but so yeah. you're on that cusp. Yeah, like, you probably I'm, remember I'm a little bit. I was like... Nolan doesn't know shit about this. Like, you, like, what, like how, how traveling is now, that's how you've known it from Always. day one, right? And it, it, it is what it is. You, you think nothing of it. Mm-hmm. So maybe people that are, you know, 15 now, maybe this, this shit here is here. It's like TSA is, hasn't been taken away. Mm-hmm. Maybe these, this testing will, have, will be just a, another step in traveling. You think? Wow. Yeah. Like keep it permanent forever? Yeah. Or some form of it. Yeah. I mean, the logistics are tough. Like, say you're doing a three-day trip to the U.S. and you have it jam-packed with work stuff. Yeah. And you land, and then you got to get a test like a, right away. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Our hotels now in the run. States are like, have it part of their concierge package. I, Do they? Like, they, I know people that have gotten those ones that they literally, they give it to you. And they you they give you the instructions. And then you send you bring it back down to the the hotel and then they send it away and you get the results back. And I know people that have like, okay, thank you for the thing. They like run those tap water, slip it under, and then they put that in there. So they're, it's going to come back negative, obviously, because they didn't even fucking do the test. Right. You know what I mean? So right. the self-regulated tests are, they are being used in America and being allowed to be used for flying wherever. Right. And people can, in theory, just fake it. Yeah, there's a lot, definitely less of that going on because like, it's all monitored in Canada. I've never heard of a self-regulated one. And the, the self-regulated ones they were doing is when you came back. Yeah, and you have to have the Zoom. Yeah. You do a Zoom and it's, they're like... They have to watch you do it. They're right? watching you. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. In LA, like I know the Mondrian, you can get a test, take it to your room, do it and fucking... And nobody watches you No do one it. watches you. What the fuck's the point? LA is super chill like that. <laughs> like, I mean, they, I think they just want people back. I don't even know. I can't even speak on why they're doing it that way, but... Like, fuck, who knows, man? I, I saw an old a friend of mine who I used to train um, back in the day, and he doesn't believe in COVID at all. Pretty papered guy. Now lives on a fucking farm in Salt Spring Island on 30 acres, and he's just kind of, like, gone off the grid. Mm. And it's just, like, it's it's just interesting, like, like what this pandemic has, like, it basically changed his entire life. Right. You know? And pro- like he seemed happy as fuck, and like the he like you know he was a type A personality, da 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 da, CrossFitter, all this kind of stuff. And, and now he just he's left it all. Just left thir- three acre, thirty acres on wow. fucking Salt Spring. Wow, wow. It's, it's crazy, and he seems happy as shit. He's just frolicking in his thirty acres. Yeah, I mean, thirty acres. Really realize, like you know, you don't need like you don't need everything. All you need is your family and like food, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever. And he's probably growing his own tomatoes and shit. We went COVID. Did you experience a lot of like um, struggle with no days wasted? Um, th- yeah, we did actually, because the beginning was especially tough for I think for everyone, mm-hmm. right? Because there was that frenzy of toilet paper hoarding and all yeah. that stuff, right? So weird. And the world's gonna end, right? And it's like, um, so for us, 
Yeah, people, but the one thing, so we really push balance and like being able to just do the things you love rather than pushing like, hey, go on a bender, go binge, go mm-hmm. go crazy. We understand sometimes, you know what, you have a couple drinks more than you should have and you know, that's usually what leads to you not feeling your best. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're here for you either way, right? Yeah. But at the beginning, it's like people were having, like they were drinking at home and they were drinking like consistently, but not as much volume, right. if that makes mm-hmm. sense, right? Yeah. So they would have like one or two drinks every day. Yeah. Whereas before that, or maybe now, they would have... 20 once a week or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not binging, right? No. Um, <laughs> That's binging? Sorry. We're but, in the industry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fair, fair. Um, but it, the, it, the dynamic changed a little bit. But yeah, definitely, people didn't see it as, as much of a focus. Um, we did have a core audience that we had built up over a couple of years, which helped us stay afloat. Um, I cut costs, cut different things pretty quick right. um, and got really lean. It will always really ran pretty lean, but um, cut advertising and things like that um, because of the uncertainty. And uh, we were able to get through it. We did also a bunch of give back initiatives. Um, so tied to our sales. So we'd like give a massive discount and then we'd give um, a percentage of proceeds to, to charity to get meals for um single parent families that are suffering oh. during COVID, things like that. Right. Um, and then, you know, what we, we'd retain from it would be enough to just keep the lights on. Right. Yeah. right. So that helped us a lot. And we saw our community sort of really rally together and, and it was great. Um, but it also gave us a cool opportunity to do this rebrand. So the packaging hasn't always looked like this. It was very sciencey um, up until last year in October. Mm-hmm. So we've had this branding more prevalent for the last, um, last year. And it allowed us to expand in new products, um, build out like, you know product extensions, and more of a brand story, and, and get our message across, right. and be more also retail ready now. Um, so it was a blessing and a curse, but it was you know it was a, a I say a blessing in disguise, really. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean you have to be able to pivot. If you can't pivot, you're going to get left behind. Mm-hmm. And as an entrepreneur, you should like that's another thing that I think all entrepreneurs should get a grasp on is that there's going to be shit that comes at you that you're not expecting. Yeah. And if you can't pivot and if you can't kind of like roll adapt. with it, adapt. Yeah, exactly. You're going to, you're going to get left behind. Totally. So like all that shit, that's like, it's amazing. Like you guys have done a great job. The packaging <coughs> is fucking dope. I look forward to trying this later tonight. I know. Love it. Here. Like, I'm, ex- I'm expecting a text tomorrow bright and early and you're like, yo, I'm, I'm buzzing. I fucking feeling. already worked <laughs> out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, the only reason I don't like drinking is because of the hangover. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't even like drinking really hard. Like so, a lot for me. Like, yeah, Nolan's going to be a fucking your number one client. He's going to have Absolutely. to get like a frequent buyer card or something. I'm trying to try it. I love it. I mean, one of the interesting things about drinking is like, look, we meet so many interesting people yeah. over drinks. So many, like, you know, you go out, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know who you're going to meet, who you're going to bump into, who's going to be a lifelong friend, who's going to be your next partner, who's going to be whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? So it has this like excitement and mystery to our lives, which is without it, it's like, it's not as exciting. There's, there's not as much kind of going on. Right. Yeah. Um, and everyone likes that adventure and it brings, it sort of just brings more to life, I think. So, you know, pushing that messaging of balance a little bit more and, and feeling your best and just saying, Hey, like don't sacrifice an opportunity to close a business me- a deal because you don't want to have a drink or, um, you know, meet some new friends or whatever because you are afraid of feeling like shit, shit the next day. Dude, that's deep. I like Cause that. Cause I do that all the time. 
<laughs> I'm like, I gotta work out in the morning. I can't drink. I gotta fucking. I gotta like a meeting at nine. I can't fucking be, you know. Yeah. Not alert. Totally. All right. Well, I'm fucking. Oh. So pleased you came in for this discussion. Oh, um, how can people find you or uh, this brand on Instagram or yeah. TikTok or what platforms do you want? So mostly on Instagram. We're on TikTok too. Um, we're pumping out a lot of content, but um, it's at No Days Wasted Co. Mm-hmm. And uh, my personal is at Initial Official. N-I-S-H-A-L. <laughs> it just just worked, Initial man. Official. It just worked. And it was available. Um, yeah. I, well, I guess I've had it for a little while, but. Um, yeah, and there's not many initials out there, to be honest. There's like, true. Also, I think my parents made that name up, to be honest. Initial? Yeah. Does, it, does it mean anything? It means calm. Like I'm calm. You you yeah, you, yeah. you exude calmness calm. for sure. I see that Thank for you. sure. Thank you. I appreciate. Yeah. It was hand in hand. Dope name. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, but um, no dates wasted. Just pop pop it into Google, um, and you'll find us pretty easily. I love it. Thank you for being on, by the way. Yeah, best of luck. I learned a lot actually about the hangover stuff because I always thought it was dehydration. Yeah. And that's uh, the biggest misconception. Not, not uh, what was it called? Uh, alcohol. So alcohol is toxic byproduct. Yeah. Acid aldehyde. Acid. Say, say it with See? me, guys. Acid, Acid aldehyde. Acid aldehyde. I'm not going to remember that because it's one of those funky words that I'm never going to use in a, a real everyday Play at the bars. But like, Yo. I've already forgotten. <laughs> like, I'm also super baked all the time. I love it. Right. All right, guys. It's been a brand new episode of PNC. You can find us at PNC underscore podcast or our personals at Nolan Prasad and Akio Kaya. Don't forget to thumb us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and tune in every Wednesday for a brand new episode. Um, this is a great one. Yes. And, uh, yeah. It was quite. It felt like I had to end that, but I, I didn't know what to end it with. And maybe I'll Shabang, keep it boom. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. There you go. It. There we go. The professional. No days wasted. Yo, check us out. There you go. <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Pulling out the coupe at the lot. Tony for a 12 fuck swat. Busting all the bells out the box. 